And we are back. Welcome back to the Depressed Cincinnati Sports Fan Podcast. I am Jesse. On this podcast, we're going to talk about the Cincinnati Bengals. They started off-season workouts this past week. Rookies reported last week. And then this past week, the veterans showed up. So we'll talk about that. Talk about FC Cincinnati and their amazing start to the season. Then we can talk about the Cincinnati Reds. The Reds are actually... Better than last year's team, but they're still the Reds and they still have struggles in that organization. And also we're going to talk about the Cincinnati Bearcats men's basketball team and their new apparel. It's about time they switch back to the original apparel they were decades ago. But we're going to talk about the Cincinnati Bengals and quarterback Joe Burr talked to the media this past week. And he was talking about his contract extension that is looming for him and also just having his mind on his teammates and just keeping that core intact. And I think Joe Burrow is that type of player. He's going to deserve his money, okay? He's going to get his bag, and I want Joe Burrow to get that because he well deserves it. But he's all about being a team player, and that's what I really love about Joe Burrow. And... He talked about how, yeah, they're in talks about the contract and it's behind closed doors and everybody's just being really impatient. I'm talking about Bengals fans wondering, oh my gosh, are they going to sign Joe Burrow? Why are they taking forever? Like, I've been saying this for the longest time after the season ended in the AFC title game. Like, be patient, okay? The Bengals are working so hard to get this contract extension done. It's going to get done. It could happen before training camp. It can happen during training camp. It will probably maybe happen during the preseason or before the season starts, okay? It's going to happen before the Bengals' first game of the season at Cleveland against the Cleveland Browns in September, okay? But this is what Joe Burrow was asked about the contracts and everything. This is what he said. He said, in quote, whenever you have guys on a team that need to be paid, that's always on your mind. You want that to be a focal point or a focal point. We're working to make that happen. You know what? And like I said, he just really wants to keep Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, that core of offensive weapons around him. Now, are they going to keep Tyler Boyd? I don't know. We'll see. But he just want to keep his boys, keep the offensive line. We don't know the situation with Joe Mixon. I mean, the Bengals drafted Chase Brown for a reason. So I don't know. But I think, obviously, Mixon's going to be the Bengals starting running back this season. But Joe's all about being a team guy. And also, he's all, he's all about keeping the core players on defense, too. He just wants to win. But also keep in mind that he deserves his money and he will get his money. Now, people are saying, is he going to take less? Is he going to take what like Tom Brady did when he was a Patriot, taking less money just to add some pieces to the team in order to have that team in prime position to win the Super Bowl year out? I think that's what Joe Burr is trying to do. And he knows he's such a great quarterback. He, he knows that. And that's what Jamar Chase says as well. So I'm glad Joe Burr is the quarterback of the Cincinnati Bengals. I'm glad he's all about the team first. And that's just like 
the perfect situation to have. A quarterback that cares about winning. Yes, he wants his money. And he's going to deserve every penny he's going to get with this contract extension. But Joe is all about team first. And I love that. So I'm so glad that he is the quarterback of this franchise. Now, T. Higgins was talking to me this week. And this is what he said on his contract extension that was revealed to be locked on social media by a source that is very close to T. Higgins' mom. And I think you guys already know who Zim Hude is on Twitter. If you don't know, he's pretty much a Bengals fan fanatic. He is a podcast host on Winsonati Podcast with Ace Boogie. And about two months ago, he tweeted out saying that number five, which is T. Higgins' number, is a lock, meaning that it's already a wrap that Bengals are going to re-sign T. Higgins. Now, we haven't heard anything from the Bengals since that, and we haven't heard anything yet on the negotiations with the re-signing of T. Higgins and his contract extension. We haven't heard anything yet, but this is what T. said about it. He said, we talk about staying together for the long run. Hopefully, we can do that and get something negotiated to where they can keep all three of us. And what he means by all three is meaning him, Jamar Chase, and Joe Berg. So even T. Higgins is all about keeping that core team set and around for years to come. And this is what I love about this Cincinnati Bengals team is that they're very, very unselfish. They're very, very so close-knit just type of players. And that's why the chem- the chemistry is so deep in this organization. Like, the players really love each other. The players really love playing for one another. Obviously, they, obviously they want to play for their money, but they want to play for each other. They want to see each other succeed, and that's why... This team has been successful ever since Joe Burrow was drafted here three years ago. I love that. It's You can tell that the Joe Burrow factor is rubbing off on the team in the locker room. It really, it really is. Pause. It sounded weird, but you know what I mean. It really is. So, I love that. And... With a team that has Super Bowl aspirations this coming season, chemistry is never going to be a problem with the Cincinnati Bengals. It never is going to be. As long as Joe Burr is the quarterback of the Cincinnati Bengals and they bring in new players, like he was talking about Orlando Brown and how he's such a great person to be around with, like he works hard, that's what Joe Burrow was saying in his pressure this past week, and he says that he's already fitting in to the locker room culture already, and he's been in Cincinnati Bengals for about, what, two and a half, three months, and I just feel like Joe Burrow has that impact on new players. When new players come to Cincinnati, it's like, you can tell they just fit in. He was talking about Irv Smith as well, like how he's just a hard worker and he wants to learn everything about how this offense is run in Cincinnati. 
and it's asking questions. And it's just so cool to hear that. It really is. And that's just because of just locker room culture with the Cincinnati Bengals and how they just want to build that whenever new players come to Cincinnati. And like people said, it's a Joe Burrow effect. It really is. And it's very, very real. It really is. So that's just really awesome to see, just to hear all the time. <clears throat> okay, this is what Jamar Chase said on Burrow's comments about the team first mentality over his contract extension that is looming. This is what Chase says. He says he knows what he has to do to win, and he wants to win. He's a winning guy. He's not a quarterback that always interested in money and all that other stuff. He just wants to win. And that's the big thing about Joe. It's true. It really is. And I love that because Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, teammates in LSU, like Chase knows Joe Burrow's mentality. And Burrow is not really, he doesn't really like the spotlight. I mean, if you hear his interviews or listen to a podcast that he was on last year, He's not really a big person that likes to go out and about. Like, he appreciates his fan following. He really does. And he'll take time to sign autographs when due is possible. But Joe Burrow is the type of guy that does his thing. He works out. He's all about just bettering himself as a quarterback and just being himself. And then after that, he just wants to lay low and lay low key. That's just who he is. So when Jamar Chase says he's not really interested in the money, I believe that because, yes, he deserves to get the bag, and he will, but he's all about just team, and he's all about winning, and that's what the mentality Joe Burrow's had, and that's why he's changed his franchise so much when it comes to just having that winning mentality. It's not all about just being in the playoffs every single year. No, it's about being in contention to win the division and to win the Super Bowl every single season. And that's just the winning mentality that Joe Burr has. And I love that. I really do. So I love that quote. <clears throat> also, Burr was asked on the importance of his key impact players around them. This is what he said. You got to have good players. It doesn't matter how good your quarterback is. If you don't have good players around him, you're not going to be a very good team. And he's right. I think a lot of people, there's some people out there that are saying that if Joe Burrow didn't have Jamar Chase and T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd and Joe Mixon, that he'll be just an average quarterback. Some people say he's just another Andy Dalton if he didn't have that core weapons around him, which is hilarious because Joe Burrow last season, when Hayden Hurst came here for one season, Hayden Hurst's first couple of seasons in the NFL was meh, and then he had his best season this past season in Cincinnati, and then Hayden Hurst got paid. And I think it's just Joe Burrow. It's almost like the Tom Brady effect where Julian Edelman, you know, he was a quarterback in Toledo, and then he came to New England, and Tom Brady made him really good. Like, Tom Brady made players that just came out of the street, and you put them in the Patriot uniform, 
and they're playing receiver or running back. And he just makes them really good and helps them get paid in the free agency market. Like, that's the type of thing Joe Burrow has. Like, and I think he'll do that with Irv Smith Jr., whose first couple of seasons in Minnesota has been up and down because of, at times, inconsistency. But also, he's been hurt in his first couple of seasons in the NFL. And if he stays healthy this year and Joe Burrow makes him really good, then he's going to potentially get paid next offseason during the free agency. I feel like Joe Burrow has that, just that knack of making those players that are average to, to actually be really good and to reach their potential. And like I said, it's, it's almost like Tom Brady. It really is. And yes, he needs Jamar Chase. Yes, he needs T. Higgins. Yes, he needs Tyler Boyd. But he also makes those players really, really good as well. You need a good quarterback in order for them to get the ball. So stop it with the thing like, well, if he didn't have them, he he won't be a he'll just be an average quarterback. Right. Okay. I think some of those people that say that. They're just really just jealous that he has all that all those weapons. And you have to have a good quarterback that can throw the football and get those players the ball, you know, in their hands perfectly. And that's what Joe Burrow does with Chase and Higgins and Boyd. Really is. So <clears throat> I think Joe Burrow is fortunate enough to have those type of players on his team, but He's also really, really, really good quarterback as well. So let's not get it twisted right there. <clears throat> so that's the update on the Cincinnati Bengals front. And I'm just looking forward to the season. Really am. And I think they were talking about the media saying that, Joe, this is your fourth season. And... You haven't had a normal offseason because you had 2020 with COVID. And then in 2021, he was recovering from his torn ACL that he suffered during his rookie season. And then last season, about two and a half weeks before the regular season game opener against the Steelers, he had an emergency appendectomy. So Joe hasn't really had a normal off season in his NFL career yet. So let's just hope, knock on wood, that this will be the season in year four that Joe Burrow will have a normal off season that doesn't surround himself with injuries or any setbacks or anything. Anything. Don't want that to happen. He if he get if he gets that, then whew, potentially MVP here we come. And I'm being dead ass when it comes to that notion. Really am. All right. Switching sports. Switching professional sports in this city. Let's talk about our Cincinnati Reds. Our Cincinnati Reds right now, as they sit, as I record this podcast on May 19th, 2023, our Reds sit at... 19 and 24, they're five games out 
Indiana, Indiana Central, the Milwaukee Brewers are leading the division with a 24-19 record. And the Reds are five games under 500. Wow, they really actually exceeded my expectations. <laughs> like, I didn't think the Reds were even going to eclipse 15 wins before June. So, for them to be five games out, Indiana Central, that's a win. And if you see on the wild card front, there are three and a half games out of the second position. Listen, I think the Reds are obviously a better team than they were last year. This time last year, the Reds were 14 games out in the division. So, what a nine game difference it has been. Now, it's still not a good, very, they're not a very good baseball team, okay? But they do fight every game. They really do. And I think the players on this team, they're not bad, but then you do have some bad players on this team. And what I've seen over the past two months of watching this team, roughly, it's almost two months, right? A month and a half, two months. Their bullpen's actually not bad. It's actually one of the top bullpens in the National League. Did not expect that come out of spring training. I think they've been used a lot because at times they're starting pitching, especially when you get to the 4-5 rotation where it's very <clears throat> inconsistent, just to put it nicely. I'm trying to be nice here. So the bullpen has been used a lot, but they have been actually really effective this season so far. Now, the Reds did call up Matt McClain, who the Reds drafted in 2019 out of UCLA. And he made his debut this past week in Colorado. And it was on Monday. So he played shortstop. He went one for four. His first hit was a double, and it was a hustle double, too. McLean is actually really quick, and it was a routine hit to about, I think, left center field, and he just kept running. He kept he was, like, thinking, no, I'm, I'm going to turn this into a two-bagger, and he did, and I was very shocked by the type of speed and athleticism that he had, so that was really cool, so... It was good that he was able to get his first hit, get that off the bat for him. And then the second game, he had one hit. He struck out three times, but he did score a run. The Reds did win that game, but they lost two out of three to the Colorado Rockies. So I am looking forward to seeing Matt McClain just continue to just grow throughout the season. And I'm glad the Reds made this move. Honestly, I was actually low-key shocked because knowing the Cincinnati Reds, they take their sweet time when it comes to their prospects and calling them up. And I think they realize, hey, let's get this guy up like now. So good for the Reds. I'm actually giving them credit. Now, Hunter Green. The Reds signed Hunter Green to that big contract extension a month ago. <clears throat> His last start was in Colorado. This was on Monday. He struggled, and he's been struggling lately. And I think Hunter Green is a good pitcher, and he is the future for the Cincinnati Reds team. 
I just think that Hunter Green at times uses fastball a little bit too much. I wish that he just uses other pitches like his slider and change up and mix it up because in today's world of baseball, batters, when they see a pitcher throw over 100 miles per hour, they're not intimidated anymore. So I just need Hunter Green to just work on using other pitches other than the fastball, which is his best pitch, but it needs to be more than that. And then Nick Nick Lodolo, who has been struggling lately, come to find out he had a calf injury, so he's on the IL. I don't know how long he's going to be out, so I think the Reds just need to just take their time with him, let him be 100%. You don't need to rush him. So don't rush Nick Lodolo back. Let him heal, and then if that's the reason why he's been struggling with that injury, because calf injuries are tricky, then we'll be good to go, and we'll get the Lodolo back that he was when he first started the season. So who's going to be next to get called up? Is it going to be De La Cruz, Encarnacion Strand? I don't know. So I think that's the next thing we're going to be watching for is who's going to be the next prospect to come up from Louisville and make his Major League debut. And then Joey Votto. What's the status of him? He, He had his minor league rehab stint in Louisville. And then he had a setback with his injury that he had to his shoulder. Honestly, at this point with Joey Votto, if he announced that he was going to retire, then I would have been, I would not be so bummed out. Now, it it would suck to end for him. And the lasting impression of him was him getting hurt. I don't know, guys. I, Will Joey Votto play this season? I don't know. I don't know. And if he doesn't, then it won't surprise me. And like I said, if he says that he's hanging it up, then he's hanging it up then. Uh, uh, I hope Joey plays. And I just, he's not going to be 100%, but I, I just don't want him to like think that he has to play just for the fans and we want him to see him play. Because we do, but... We just don't want to risk it. We don't. So we'll see. It's it's a day-by-day thing with Joey Votto. And I don't know if he's going to get another rehab stint in Louisville. So we'll see. So we'll see. It's well approaching June. And if he's not ready by then, like in the middle of June, then it could be time for him to hang up the, the cleats. Unfortunately, oh, I hope Joey plays this season. I really do. Also, did you guys see the Reds? New jerseys. The is, it the is it the Nike City Connect jerseys? That's what it's called. It's really nice. Oh, my gosh. All black. I like the letter in the Cincy. Some people think it's... Some people don't like the logo, the C. It's a little bit meh. But overall, the jersey is so nice. All black. They'll be wearing every Friday night home game. And they'll be wearing it this Friday. Well, tonight. 
as the New York Yankees come into town for a three-game series, Aaron's Judge and company, and the Reds will be debuting those Cincy Connect jerseys, the all-black, and everyone loves those jerseys. <laughs> they really do, and I love them too, so I'm looking forward to them to just watching them play while wearing those, and I think that they should keep those jerseys and move on from the all reds and make those all black jerseys that they have <laughs> their alternate jerseys because those jerseys are fire. They really are. So looking forward to watching the team wear those on well, today. Yeah, tonight against the Yankees. All right, switching sports, switching professional teams in this city. FC Cincinnati, guys, mm, they got two matches this week. So they won against Montreal this past Wednesday, 3 nothing, And then on Saturday, it's another edition of the Hell is Real rivalry against the Columbus Crew, part one, 7.30 p.m. match, big game. And FC right now is leading the standings in Major League Soccer. East and West, FC is the top dog. Whew, this team has come a long way. We're just getting a better coach, better GM, better players, and just seeing it all click just like that. So it's really cool to see the rise of FC Cincinnati in Major League Soccer. And... They got to beat the crew because the last couple of matches, they have either tied against them or lost. FC got to beat Columbus, and that's their rivalry. And that's their rival, I'm sorry. So they got to get this done. It's going to be a packed crowd at TQL Stadium on Saturday night. So if you're going to the game, enjoy it because it's going to be a hostile environment. Obviously, there's going to be some crew fans, but it's going to be so cool. To watch that match on TV. So get it done, boys. Get it done. And just good for FC Cincinnati. And during the summertime, a lot of lots of people are going to be making their way down to TQL Stadium to watch that team play. Kind of crazy that FC is a legit MLS Cup title contender. Who would have thought that I'll be saying that three years ago? The incredible turnaround has been really just been outstanding for this team and for this organization as a whole. So if you're going to the game on Saturday, enjoy it. Enjoy it. And let's just hope FC gets it done against the crew. All right. Like I said earlier in the podcast, UC basketball has some huge news. And they're officially going back to the Jordan brand. No more Under Armour. UC basketball and UC women's basketball will be officially wearing Jordan brand apparel starting this fall. I'm excited. Jordan brand was in the 90s for UC basketball when they were at their peak. And honestly, I didn't really like Under Armour. And for the last couple of years, there have been rumors and speculation saying that UC basketball were going to go back to Jordan. And then a month ago, they were saying that it's going to happen. They're going to announce it in May. 
And sure enough, they announced it this past Tuesday. So I'm excited to get those apparels. And oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. I'm telling you, going to a new conference, I mean, those really help with like just adding more to like just just more stuff to the UC athletics. Because when you go into the Big 12 Conference, you're going to a conference that is well-known. You're going to be in the spotlight. So those new things that you're going to get with those perks of being in that conference makes a difference. It makes a difference. So I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. All right. That's pretty much it on my front. And I will be back next week and we're going to talk about more about the Bengals see how FC Cincinnati did against the Columbus crew in the hell is real game and then any updates on the Cincinnati Reds hopefully good updates and not bad and Cincinnati Bearcats football and Cincinnati Bearcats basketball so that's pretty much it on my front you guys have a good weekend and I'll talk to you guys next week peace out